Hello, happy new year and welcome back to Association Transformation 2022. We are here. We are back. We are excited for for the new year. Woo! (laughs) Oh, you just are you nursing your hangover there? You're nursing your 2021 hangover. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it was a year, (laughs) it was a year that punched you in the gut a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll admit, not the year I think any of us had hoped for, but, uh, I don't know, leading into 2021 after 2020, I think we were all optimistic now. <laughs> I don't know. We all just feel weathered and beaten down. Yeah. And- yeah. I'm just going to hide under my desk until, <laughs> till, till I know what the weather looks like as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, we've, we've been off for a few weeks. I mean, between the holiday, you got the COVID, um, you know, we, Honestly, uh, it's, it's been mad. I mean, we've had, since we last put out the a pod, we've, we've had Halloween, we've had Thanksgiving, we've had Hanukkah, we've had my birthday, we've had Christmas, New Year. Yeah, I had the COVID as well. It's like it's just been party, party, party. So we don't have time to record any podcasts. I know. So it's a good fresh start. The new yep. year. This is the beginning of season three for yeah. Association Transformation. Our no longer new conversation that I think does push the envelope and has the conversations that not many others are willing to have um, with some great guests and some of the new leaders, really, in yep. the uh, nonprofit and association space. We will continue to uh, to journey and and seek the diversity of thought and innovative perspectives that uh, that are out there and that will help keep us at the forefront of association management and association advancement. So, association transformation really is is stronger than ever and has has weathered all of this. And we're excited to begin season three. Do you know, as you were talking, I was sitting there thinking, wow. 2020, 2021, now it's 2022. I have still never met you face to face. We have never met in person. Yeah, the COVID COVID stole that from us. We are a perfect example of a remote work and uh, virtual collaboration. Yeah, that uh, that has gone from yeah spring of 2020 now to uh, the winter of 2022, and here we are. I don't know. Maybe we should never do. Maybe we we never should. Maybe it would like change something maybe we need to keep our our magic just like this oh my god are you are you dumping me on <laughs> on, on live podcasting is that what's happening are you breaking up with me is that what's happening right now it's not you it's me let's just stay long distance friends <laughs> yeah let's just be long distance friends yeah <laughs> oh good. no it's 49 episodes i mean if i was going to break up with you i would have done it probably at like 30 or 31 yeah 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 oh my <laughs> <laughs> say that yeah mm-hmm. but, but let's not forget how how i won't say great but how positive and and impactful 2021 was we did what? some really yeah. good things in 2021 we did actually it was a pretty um it was a predict it was a pretty productive year i mean don't get it me was. wrong i'm excited about 2022 because it's not 2021 um yes. but 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 i think you know all in when you look at what we put out the door last year you know 40 episodes of the podcast you know at least yeah. that but you know the other work that we've that we put out there i mean you know this is right we had some exciting opportunities i mean we spoke to the asae annual meeting to uh roaring 
applause and, and applause. positive yeah. <laughs> positive crowd response. Yep. Unfortunately, that got shifted to virtual. Yeah. We did get to speak um, and present to the African Society of Association Executives. Yep. That was uh, an, a special honor and uh, and very exciting. And, and we published. We published in a couple of different places. And I, I thought last year was, um, I don't know if it was the perfect storm of thought leadership. After 2020, people were pretty rattled, not knowing what's going on, not knowing what's going to happen to their organizations. In 2021, I felt like people were seeking answers, whether Mm. out of desperation Mm -hmm. or out of recognizing the opportunity that all of this disruption was presenting them. Do you think it's because people had time? To look for no, I think it's because no? they had the necessity. They right, they, okay. they were scared. They were desperate. Things were shifting under their feet, and they needed answers. They needed perspective. They needed strategy. They needed solutions. And in some cases, people had to look outside of themselves, look outside of their staff, look outside of their boards. And uh, in a lot of ways, we got to be there for some pretty pretty important clients and uh, and put those thoughts to paper both with the IAL through the, uh, the 2022 almanac that just came out last month and, mm-hmm. uh, and some other industry publications that, that featured our articles. Anyway, it was just, I, I, I'm proud of all that we put out in, in 2021. I like to think that we helped a lot of organizations and yep. a lot of executives survive the year. Uh, and, and 2022 is, is hopefully going to be the refinement of that, you know, really yeah. helping mm-hmm. people take those ideas and put them into practice because mm-hmm. talking about stuff and talking about doing things differently is, is one thing, but it's a yeah. big leap to then help people implement and adopt and live that change or live that transformation. Mm. So before we talk about 2022, because uh, I am champing at the bit to to, <laughs> to do, get out of 2021. <laughs> to, to, yeah, to have left. But, you know, you're talking about, you know, implementing, um, in, you know, realizing transformation. But before we talk about that, let's talk about 2021. What was your big takeaway from 2021? Apart from New Year's Eve. <laughs> Bye. From, apart from uh, the life lesson of do not mix liquor and beer. <laughs> That's your number one life lesson. Do not mix. Yes. Uh, but no, seriously, I think over the course of 2021 and, you know, there were different phases of 2021, the first quarter, maybe probably the first two quarters felt a certain way. And we thought we were on our, on the path to things getting better. And then the summer, there was uh, a couple months of, of optimism and, and we're out of the woods and let's book meetings and book trips and, and then we come back to the fall into the winter to yeah. maybe even the the worst numbers that we've seen since the very beginning. So I can't say that all of 2021 presented itself in the same way, but mm-hmm. for me, the biggest takeaway was that search for answers, that search for improvement, that executives, executives and boards felt humbled. I think they recognized that they were out of their depth in so many areas and, uh, and they were willing to ask, they were willing to reassess, they were willing to consider that the way they had done things wasn't going to work. We knew that that was the, that conversation had begun in 2020, but then really drilling down. I mean, I did more organizational assessments in 2021 than I've yeah. done my entire career mm-hmm. because people were ready to drill down and decide 
what wasn't working and what new path they needed to put themselves on. And it's, mm-hmm. it's way, mm-hmm. way beyond, do we put our event online or we keep it in person? I mean, that's, yeah. that's the surface that's beyond that. I'm so tired of talking about the virtualization of events. That's, that's a tactical. I'm talking about the strategic presence, the strategic perspective and, and, you know, direction of an organization. And I think those things were really chewed on in 2021. In 2020, it was, do we wear masks? Do we put our meeting online? You know, do we send staff home? You know, those were the surface level tactical management decisions. 2021 to me became the opportunity for people to really drill down to the strategic level. And I think, and it's interesting because, you know, that, that does, that links to the, the, you know, the Futures Literacy podcast we recorded um, oh, back in the, I think it was late summer. It was, I know it was episode 43. I know that one because it was one of the most popular ones we've recorded last I was year. looking back at some of that research we had done in advance yeah. of that mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. thinking we needed to, uh, I don't know, is there a certification in Futures Literacy? I don't I, it's something I might want to study more. I, well, I, if there's not, there's going to be shortly. Uh, copyright. Oh, are you trademark, creating one right copyright, now? Copyright, copyright, console strategy, trademark, brand solutions. Um, <laughs> you know, but I think you know because I think what what I saw or what the, the and I didn't don't know if I saw it, but I felt as we as we came out of the summer last year, um, you know, end of August, in September, October, we went into the autumn. Um, sorry, the fall. Um, <laughs> I really felt that people have now, yeah, you're right. In 2020, it was all about not, yeah, some of it was knee-jerk reactions. Some of it was, you know, I've got to adapt to survive, got to just get through. Then a year on, we weren't doing that. We weren't needing to understand how to adapt to survive. I think we've suddenly, I, I feel like there's been a, a mind, uh, the mindset has changed, which is, which is directly linked to futures literacy. Because if you remember when we spoke about that, um, you know, last year in the pod. I'm hungover. I can't. Don't don't ask. Sorry. Me well, I'll that. tell you. I'll remind you. I'll remind you. Basically, what you know, what we were, what we were talking about is to say that, um, you know, often we're hamstrung by our, you know, what we perceive to be, you know, the security of our future. You know, we plan based around what we think is going to happen. But once we once we rid ourselves of those shackles, uh, and we accept that actually. You know, this is, you know, we, when nobody's talking about new normal anymore, because this is just what it is. This is just working, you know, and and, um, you know, and I think it really I'm beginning to see people. You now, they may be not using the language of futures literacy, but they're certainly behaving that way now, which is an acceptance. Actually, the only certainty is uncertainty. So let's not worry about the nuts and bolts. Let's start being pioneering visioneers etc etc and i'm really getting a sense of that and that that was my biggest takeaway certainly from the second half um of the of of 2021 and it's and it's certainly where i'm starting 2022 that's kind of my starting point for feeling excited about this year well i i love that not not presuming we know what the future is going to look like i mean we've already agreed just in this conversation not to make predictions because they're crap not doing it not doing it but uh you know, I think back to how you and I came to be, and that was all about an article I wrote called Don't Pivot. <laughs> you know, right. stop. That's right. uh, and I think about so many organizations, uh, even those that I'm working with, who whose 
approach to surviving all this disruption was simply to wait, wait it out. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I think about those who, who, you know, quote unquote pivoted still my least favorite COVID pandemic word. Um, you know, all they've done is, is pivot so many times that they've now gone in a circle and they find themselves back where they started yeah. Yeah. organizations that decided to simply wait things out, thinking that time alone would make the situation better. Yeah. We can see now that time alone hasn't, it's made it worse. There are variants. There are circumstances that will continue to evolve in that disruption and in that negative impact. Uh, I mean, I have, I have clients that we, we signed up in, in summer of 2020 and they've been waiting and waiting and waiting, Mm -hmm. wanting to see, you know, wait things out and, and wait for things to get better. And, And here we are with the worst numbers that we've seen and we're having to go back to, to where we started. So I, I hate, I hate it when people are, are just looking at the clock and, and waiting to, to make it through. That's not a strategy. That's not a a leadership approach. That is unfair to your, your organization and Mm -hmm. to your membership. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, it it can't be an option for 2022. Which is what, it's like, sure, it's like we've almost rehearsed this, but please, listener, be assured we never rehearse. We just roll with it. <laughs> we don't <laughs> believe that. If you think this is rehearsed, then, oh, God. God, imagine what we would be look, what we'd look like if we had a script. <laughs> um, um, yeah, you know, but that does lead me on to then what I am excited about 2022 about, which is, you know, as I said, I am chomping at the bit to get to see transformation begin to materialise in 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 22 and i think because people are starting to shift away from yeah you know they are starting they are starting to shift away from that we're just going to wait and see we're going to wait it out now we know we can't wait this out and there's no waiting out something that's going to go on and on and on and it is you know that's that's the bottom line it's just what it is this is the world we work in this is the world we live in and so now i'm you know I'm, i'm really now starting to see more and more chat around uh, technology, you know, and and how, and, and I'm not talking about Zoom. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about how people are going to embrace Zoom calls or Microsoft Teams or whatever else. It's not that. But what I am seeing is how people now are starting to think. Right. Well, actually, this is the world that we we adapted now. So now we've now we've adapted. How are we going to evolve from that position? And it's all about. Uh, people are now really starting to get to grips with, at the very least, getting to grips with, well, we've got to know what artificial intelligence is. I've got to know what machine learning is. I've got to understand what um, um, extended reality looks like. And we've already started seeing some organizations, some associations adopting, um, you know, things like augmented reality. And we've seen it, you know, I would argue at a basic level, we've seen it on the kind of online meetings um that you know we've seen the last couple of years but what excites me is that i'm starting to see boards talking about it i'm starting Mm -hmm. to see boards um being engaged by their chief executives and their leadership teams and engaging their chief executives and leadership teams and saying look you know we this isn't a trend now this is just something that is happening this is not an option no no, any more than having a website or a Twitter account or whatever is an option. It's not. We just have to do it. And I'm starting to really get a sense that people want to get to grips with it. They want to spend 22. I'm not saying we're going to see 
massive inroads in terms of output in 22, but I think we are going to start seeing some massive inroads in people's understanding about what technological um, opportunities are available to them, um, how it could apply to their organizations and their associations. I'm starting to see more directors appreciate that um, you know the worlds in which they work in on a day-to-day basis are you know the, the trends and the issues and the challenges and the opportunities that are impacting their businesses or their professions or their industries are equally applicable to the association world in which that they you know which they volunteer to lead. And I'm that's, that's I mean I've been talking about it for ages and I'm really pleased to start <laughs> to see that. I've started. Really pl- You're right. You were the first. You were the I'm first. I'm going to say, actually, I think I was probably the catalyst. There you go. There you go. Did what you invent the internet? Did you invent the internet too? Are you, I, I are you a crypto it, guy? I keep it in a box under my desk, actually. Uh, the internet. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> but seriously, I think you're right in that there are so many important, exciting tech focused topics that I know we want to take on in 2022 yep. and yes. that we. We feel the not only the obligation, but the opportunity to dissect on behalf of association leaders yeah. and, and make some things more palatable and safe by, by tackling them in the way that we association transformation tackle topics and invite guests. So I, I think you're right. Our, our schedule for the year will, will be uh, pretty, pretty powerful with some of those tech topics. But I will try to be the count, counterbalance to that. <laughs> in that these tech pieces are all tools. And I'm hoping that we can maintain a focus on the member experience and what that yeah. value that we are trying to deliver through whatever the tech challenge, tech mm-hmm. channel and platform and integration and whatever, it always has to come back to the member and what they want. We want them to feel what we want them to get in terms of value or resource or network. Yeah. Um, we can't we can't run off into a tech driven world. The tech has to be a means to a member driven end. Oh, absolutely, and and actually, one of the early conversations I want to talk about is I, I'm really I'm re- been reading lords recently about attention economics, and I think that's something that. And again, we might not be using that language, but we do recognize in the association world that it is increasingly competitive on a global scale now for us. Many membership bodies are working internationally. It's been demonstrated that they can reach out and connect globally with, with members or potential members. Um, and, within, but, and within the context of that competitive environment, you know, we are, we are, uh, bat- all of us trying to battle through the white noise to try and capture uh, members' um, attention, you know? And, and I think, and again, you know, you're right. The, the tech is, is all tools. It is all tools, absolutely. But, but they're tools, but they're also, I think, a lot of the cause as well for some of these issues. You know, attention, attention economics, massive. And if we understand better what it is, then al- always we can then begin to mold or, or create responses uh, more appropriate responses to the to the to the opportunity or the challenge. You know, and this this rapidly changing environment, I think back to our conversation with Bob Cortlett and yeah. uh, and an executive executive transition. And uh, I mean, I know of a handful of executives who have scheduled their retirement for 2022. They saw their organizations through what they had hoped was the worst of COVID, <laughs> and uh, now yeah. are are ready to step away. And I'm sure many execs 
at the end of their career would probably admit that, that this shift, this rapid adoption, this tech transformation is pushing them is pushing them out as well. They don't want to have to learn new. They don't want to have to adapt and adopt. And I'm interested to see Mm. what this new generation of association executive looks like, what they have the appetite for. I mean, I consider myself, you know, I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer on the fringe of millennial. And I, I like to think of myself in that bridge generation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. between, you know, the older and the new and I'm excited to see what that new generation of, of association executive brings to the table uh, and, and their appetite for all of this, how, how well-versed they are and well-spoken in, in some of these technologies while still respecting you know, the legacy systems yeah, and, yeah. and what, those, what those longtime members want. I mean, we talk to boards all the time and, mm. and they want new, they say they want new, let's be honest, they say <laughs> they want new. And then they start to remind you of all the people they have to keep happy, all the former members and past presidents and legacy members that they have to keep happy. And it's, it's never easy ushering in the new or the different. Um, So there's going to be, you know, maybe this, maybe that's what 2022 is about is finally bringing this, all this change to fruition. The, you know, that 2022 is when it arrives. 2022 is when it's implemented yeah. 2020 was recognizing it was necessary. Yeah. 2021 was thinking it through and, and figuring out direction. And now 2022 is bringing it to life. Getting it done. You know, so we'll, we'll see what, what all that looks. I don't know. All this talk makes me want to go see the new matrix movie. Have you seen it yet? Uh, do you know? No. And I'm not going Are to. Are you not a matrix guy? Do you know, I watched it. I tried watching the first one again the other day. And it's like, I mean, 20 it's years slow. since I watched it. It's slow. And I was just like, what is this about? This is so boring. <laughs> you know? And and I then I remembered I go into the pictures to see, sorry, the cinema, the movies, go into the cinema. <laughs> yeah, use your see, American, please. Yeah, speak sorry, American. sorry. Speak my, speak my second language. Um, I go into the cinema. And I remember going to the cinema in New Zealand to see it. And, and think and I don't know why I don't even know why I went and it was so boring then and it's so boring now so no I haven't seen that (laughs) wow okay I wasn't expecting you're gonna start getting some hate mail from our Belgian fans who love the Matrix well sorry sorry Belgian I'd be careful speaking so ill of such a uh, a renowned franchise can I just say while we're while we're talking movies uh Encanto is that Uh, that what it's called that was awful Alex, my, my son and I, my 10 year old son and I went to see it. Uh, it was actually our first movie in the theater mm-hmm. in, you know, yep. 18 yep. months. And, uh, you know, he's a 10 year old boy. He wants to <laughs> YouTube basketball videos and watch Star Wars. And yes, um, it was not. I, I thought that maybe no. if he was like a 13 year old girl, he might have appreciated it more. It was definitely a, a finding yourself coming of age type movie. Well, I can tell but, you now, uh, a, a four year old girl didn't enjoy it, and a 43 year old bloke didn't enjoy it. And <laughs> And neither did, neither did my mom and dad. Oh, it was awful. Anyway, no, there you go. My the recommendation. Music, <laughs> the music didn't hit me either. The music did not hit me Please either. do not sue us, Pixar or Disney, please. We're just expressing <laughs> on None of the opinions here are belonging to anybody except myself. <laughs> maybe we. Maybe this is what we should do at the end of Association Transformation episodes from yeah. now on, is we should add in a little movie review. That's not a bad idea, actually. Give me a reason to go to the movie. Yeah, to just to let us loosen up a little bit, to let us come out of our shells. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> we're we're so stiff and and unnatural on here. You're right. 
<laughs> but, uh, you know, we do need to get ourselves together because our next, uh, our 50th episode, Woo-hoo! silver, you know, 50th episode, uh, coming up next, we yep. have a very special guest and, uh, you know, he's, he's legitimate, serious. So I'd like you to bring your a game. Um, we're okay. going to talk about the power of storytelling and, uh, you know, to advance leadership, to advance yep. nonprofit mission. And he is a world renowned storytelling expert and coach. Um, so David Hutchins, I'm really excited to have him on for our 50th episode. He's a contact and friend of mine. So don't mess this up, Andrew. Honestly, I, I wouldn't dream of it. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't know why you, oh, you're so mean to me. Can we just say 2022, you're not going to be mean to me. Oh, but then what am I going to talk about? No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking forward right, to it. Well, I'm yes, looking forward we, to it. I am. You're right. Let's leave the uh, the the incivility in 2021. Let's let's come to 22 2022 out of uh, camaraderie and friendship and partnership. Let's. Let, I, I'm okay. I, I'll try to be better. She says after suggesting we don't ever meet each other face to face. Yeah, but that was that was 2021 speaking. This is now 2022 of uh, you know peace, yep. love, and associations. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to 2022 hugely. Yeah, good topics, uh, yep. good guests, and uh, and a good co-host. Thanks for uh, 49 great episodes, my friend. Knocked it out of the park. Likewise, right back at you, Cleopatra. <laughs> All right. Until next time, um, Association Transformation can still be found where you find all your favorite podcasts. So make us one of your favorites, download some of those old episodes and uh, be sure to email us if uh, or tweet us if you have any ideas for topics in 2022. Why do I keep saying that? 2022, 2022. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds so weird coming off, you know, just coming off the Why? tongue still. Why? It's better than when people say 2022. It drives me nuts. Oh, oh can we just say 22? 22. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, email us at hello at yourconsort.com or tweet us at association transformation. Let us know what you want us to tackle. We're happy to dive in the deep end for you um, Mm -hmm. or with you if you'd like to be a guest. Um, So enjoy your, uh, your, your new year. Happy January 3rd. And uh, I'll, I'll sleep this off and we'll, uh, we'll get back (laughs) together here in a couple of weeks. So until next time, stay well, stay healthy and put your members and your mission first.